coming to you live from the basement of an abandoned house in the middle of a field. It's the Derek Izzy Show. <laughs> Making history his story, Derek Izzy. Welcome to the Derek Izzy Show. Moses, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Without any further ado, I am going to get right into today's podcast. But first, I want to remind you of the sponsor of today's show, Onnit, O-N-N-I-T. If you go to DerekIzzy.com, you can see the Onnit banner located right on our website. Onnit is the maker of fitness products. They proudly endorse our show, and we proudly accept their endorsement. By clicking on the link or going to Onnit.com using promo code Derek, you will get 10% off your order. What should you order from Onnit.com? Well, there's a lot of things. I would recommend you order the Warrior Bars. I like to call them Slim Jims on steroids. They're buffalo meat, low in fat, high in protein, with pepper and cranberry. Really good tasting, healthy snacks for you, the Warrior Bar. I order them by the case. You can too. And by using promo code Derek or clicking on the link on my website, you will get 10% off of whatever you order. So after you're done listening to the show, or while you're listening to the show, head on over to onnit.com and place your order for some Warrior Bars. Since this podcast is broadcasting to you from Oklahoma, today's show is about an event that took place in northeastern Oklahoma. In a town called Welch, there were two girls, Laura Bible and Ashley Freeman. Laura was born on April 18, 1983, 5'5", 130 pounds. She had a Native American look to her, brown hair, hazel eyes. She had a mole under her nose and a scar on the top of her head. Her nickname was Pooh. Ashley Freeman, born on December 29, 1983, was 5'7", 145 pounds. Dark blonde hair, blue eyes, very athletic. She had a small scar on the upper left side of her forehead. What these two girls had in common is that they were best friends. They grew up together and spent a lot of time together. Their families, however, were quite different. Ashley Freeman's family, they lived in a trailer without running water. It was common for Ashley to go out and hunt for their food. Ashley's father, Danny Freeman, he was often unemployed. Due to a work-related injury, he was on disability, and according to several family members, he was selling drugs on the side in order to make some extra income. Marijuana sales in that part of the state were fairly common at the time, and we believe that Danny Freeman was selling drugs to try and make ends meet. Ashley's older brother, Shane, 
Shane was another character in this story. Shane had accused Danny of physically abusing him. Shane seemed like a rather troubled individual. And we don't know if that stemmed from the actual abuse that he endured, or if he was just a troubled individual on his own. What we do know is that charges of abuse were brought against Danny Freeman, and before that case went to trial, Shane decided to steal a car. He was chased down by Sheriff's Deputy David Hayes. After exiting the vehicle, Shane is alleged to have pulled a firearm on Deputy Hayes. Hayes fired in return, killing Shane. An investigation into David Hayes' actions concluded that he had fired justly and in defense of himself. Therefore, the killing was legal. This enraged the Freeman family. They did not believe that Shane would ever do something like this. In the past, Shane had been in trouble before, but he had always ran from authorities. He never actually chose to confront them according to the family. The family blamed David Hayes for this killing, and Danny Freeman even took the liberty to do some research to try and find out where David Hayes lived. He wanted to track him down and get revenge for the killing of his son. Two months after Shane's death, Danny Freeman stood trial for child abuse. The jury ended up deadlocked, and Danny was acquitted of all the abuse charges. As I mentioned before, Ashley and Laura were best friends. Laura was visiting the Freeman residence to celebrate Ashley's 16th birthday. It was December 29th. Ashley's boyfriend, Jeremy Hurst, is said to have met them at the local Walmart after dinner. He gave Ashley a silver chain with a heart-shaped pendant embedded with her birthstone. This was an exciting time in Ashley's life. Kathy Freeman, Ashley's mother, had plans to take Ashley to complete her driver's test the day after her birthday. But that event would not happen. Around 6 a.m. the following morning, a passing motorist reported a fire in the vicinity of the Freeman's home. When authorities showed up, they found the trailer had been gutted. A search of the property revealed Kathy's remains. Ashley's mother, Kathy, had been murdered. You know, in events like this, often the first suspect is the husband. And that's exactly who authorities look to. They look to Danny Freeman as the suspect in the murder of Kathy Freeman. An autopsy revealed that Kathy had been shot before the fire actually happened. The following day, the Bible family showed up to the crime scene. Upon sifting through the ashes, they discovered the body of Danny Freeman, which was somehow missed by the initial investigation by the authorities. An autopsy revealed that Danny Freeman had also been shot and killed before the fire had been set. Laura Bible's car was still parked in front of the trailer with the keys in the ignition, but she was nowhere to be found. Ashley Freeman was also nowhere to be found. The authorities looked toward the girls now as possible suspects. 
However, the fact that Laura's car was still on the property, Laura and Ashley would have had no way of getting away from the property unless someone else was involved. Ashley's boyfriend, Jeremy, he told authorities that Ashley had saved about three or $4,000 as she was saving up for a car. She kept that money in a Tupperware container inside the freezer. That money was gone. Danny Freeman was said to have an extensive Arrowhead collection. The Arrowhead collection was never found. While being the only two people unaccounted for during this horrific tragedy, Ashley and Laura were really not typical suspects in a murder investigation. From all accounts, they seemed like polite, well-mannered, easygoing girls. Ashley was a member of the National Honor Society, and Laura got very good grades in school. Ashley was a member of the basketball team, while Laura was a cheerleader. They both had goals for their future. Relatives of the Freemans believed that the girls had been kidnapped by the sheriff's department. Based on the previous killing of Shane by that sheriff's deputy, the family really thought that Danny had been protesting the sheriff's department and that this was retaliation because of him looking into the personal address of Sheriff's Deputy David Hayes. Could the Sheriff's Department have murdered the parents and then kidnapped the girls? That's what the Freeman family thought. But that's not the direction that authorities chose to go with their investigation. While the Freeman family believed the Sheriff's Department was involved, the Bible family believes that Danny's marijuana dealing led to to the murder of the family and the possible kidnapping of Ashley and Laura. So far, there have been two convicted serial killers confess to kidnapping the girls and murdering them. One of the convicted killers was Tommy Lynn Sells. He claimed that he was traveling through Welch, Oklahoma during the night that the girls disappeared. As a convicted murderer... Some think that he had only confessed in order to maintain privileges in prison. Sometimes death row inmates can give up information on certain cases. It doesn't lessen their sentence, but it may make their stay on death row a little bit easier. While he didn't remember many details, he said that at the time he was on drugs, and he really wanted to remember the fire and the burial locations of the girls. While authorities did take him seriously, his information was really not that credible. Another person of interest was convicted serial killer and rapist Jeremy Jones. Jeremy Jones had been arrested on complaints of public drunkenness and possession of drug paraphernalia the day of the fire, roughly 18 miles away from the Freeman residence. Jeremy Jones said that Danny Freeman owed him money over a drug debt and that he killed Danny and his wife, set their trailer on fire, and took the girls with him. He took them the whole way to Kansas where he claims he shot them and threw their bodies in an abandoned mine. Now this happened back in 1999. 
By the time authorities were able to get the confession from him, in June of 2005, they went out and they searched the abandoned mine and were unable to find any evidence that the girls were ever there. Now, is it possible that after being dumped in the mine, their bodies could have ended up floating somewhere, being destroyed by animals? We don't know. But since the bodies were never found, once that word got back to Jeremy Jones, suddenly Jeremy Jones decided to recant his confession. At the time of this podcast, Jeremy is on death row in Alabama for the rape and murder of a woman. While to this day, the case of the Freemans, Ashley, and Laura Bible still remains unsolved, in 2001 it was profiled on Unsolved Mysteries. The Bible family has done extensive searching and posting to social media in an effort to find someone who knows something. In January of 2016, some new leads were reported. There is now evidence from eyewitnesses who claim to have seen Laura and Ashley in Kansas and Missouri. While those leads have not produced any results yet on what happened to the girls, any leads can result in positive news to solve this mystery. In 2010, the Freeman family declared Ashley Freeman legally dead. The Bible family still believes that Laura is alive. Lorraine Bible, she's out there searching every day. And now, one of the local news reporters decided to talk with Lorraine. And in her own words, I will let you hear where the investigation stands based on the new leads and what Lorraine thinks. You become your child's voice. And that's what I've chose to do. Laureen Bible says she made that choice 16 years ago, serving as Laura's voice, determined to find her daughter. There was a little rock wall that was kind of like the foundation. Laureen can remember every little detail about the crime scene in December of 1999, where Laura and her friend Ashley Freeman disappeared. Today, it looks much different. We found her shirt, a pair of pants, her purse. And one clue let her know Laura didn't leave on her own. Her car was still parked in front of the house with her keys in the ignition. This weekend, new information from people in northeast Oklahoma who may have seen the girls alive after they disappeared. In 16 years, a lot of talk is around the same groups of people. You know, we just haven't found the right person or the right persons to come forward and say, hey, here's what you need to do. Some of the same people named in the case years ago and still today. We have Jeremy Jones that's in the Alabama State Penitentiary that says, hey, I did it, What do you, you know, but he can't give a lot of stuff to say definitely he did it. I interviewed Jones in 2005. He told me he killed the girls, but so far his information hasn't led to finding them. He's on death row now, convicted and charged in several other murders. Investigators received new leads about the girls this weekend out of Missouri and Kansas. We've got information there could be somebody in Kansas that did it, uh, but we don't have enough yet to just say this is what this is how we're going to solve it, or how can we connect everybody, and that's what we're looking to do. Lorraine says she's praying you'll remember something. Even something little that could help solve the case. Ultimately, I'd love to bring her home alive. But if I have to bring her home in a box, 
then I will do that. And she says she hopes she's finally close to finding Laura and Ashley, and she won't stop until she does. A parent cannot stop looking for their child. You know, I won't, I won't. I'll go as long as I have to go. As you can see, this mystery is still unsolved. But with new leads, any investigation can eventually be solved. Like Lorene said, it's just a matter of putting the right people together with the right information. But until that happens, we still do not know what happened to Ashley Freeman and Laura Bible. This has been The Derek Izzy Show. Good day.